across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. You guys know that I'm I'm pretty experienced in this business. Been at this game. Had my I had my license in Maryland for 28 years full time. Now I still have a big team that's run by somebody else, Mike Sloan, my partner. But I'm an, intricately involved with him on an email basis, if if not more. Uh, regularly so i know what's going on plus i had over 400 guests on the show including the ones that haven't been released yet and i see where the pain points are in real estate today and i think there's a huge pain point in listings right i think that because the mls is public now people are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers and they're getting farther and farther away from listings And I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else, and that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment and the reason they're afraid because there's a lot of really heavy rejection i mean i can remember times in my career where i really 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 thought that i had a listing or i really really wanted a listing and uh, they chose someone else and there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else but I just remember it, it, it hurting, it, it just getting kicked right in the gut. It keep me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with the family. I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have said a different price. I should have said a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever, a different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short. Because I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents. And so anyways, that caused me, knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry, to create the Certified Listing Agent Program. And this thing has taken a long time. I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment, what they say, what they do, how they do it. And then we role played it on screen, on camera. And then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in the bite-sized chunks. And uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments. And you could uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the eight, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it. The 28 downloads that's included in it. But it and, and it's in, in 10 minute increments. So it uh, so you, you, you watch five to 12 minutes of video and then you take a small quiz. 
and then you watch another five to 12 minutes and you take a small quiz. So it's bite size. So you can get through it. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go eat lunch. Take a little bit more or, or spread it out over a year. You know, we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had 10 graduates so far. I'm, I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it, it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture. Because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes, and it's in bite-sized chunks. And you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert. And it's just a lot better way, in my opinion, to learn so if you want to learn more about it, go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now. That's hybendigital backslash discount. You'll get my personal podcast discount by going there and take a look, you know, see what you think. It comes with my personal guarantee, 100% guaranteed money back guarantee. Look, if you take it and you think it, it it stinks, I'll give you your money back. You can go on Google and Google my name, and I'm personally guaranteed this. I'm very, very easy to find, right? Just send me an email. I promise you I'll, I'll give you your money back. But that's how confident I'm better. I mean, it took us a long time to do this and a lot of money, and, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the test or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have two, yes, two great guests. They are partners in coaching, and uh, they are going to share with us today the do's and don'ts in intricate detail about proper goal setting for real estate agents and real estate investors. So I'm excited to have the Rusty Lion Academy on the phone with us, William and Robert, and uh, I'll just let you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you better? Well, I think I'll jump in first and, and introduce Robert, if, if that's okay, Pat. Um, I, Robert and I have been friends for decades now, so we know each other pretty well for the First 20 years of his life, he was an executive in the restaurant and software industries. And then in 2002, he hired his own coach and became a motivational speaker and a business coach. And since then, he's done close to 2,000 full-day seminars, coached hundreds of people on leadership, and helped and inspired thousands to realize their unrealized potential. And um, I'm I'm honored to uh, have him as a partner. And uh, we... we Began talking about the Academy for years, uh, and we finally launched it in 2013. Well, good grief, Bill. I didn't know you knew so much about me, but that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert Mallon, and I'll introduce my buddy Bill Watkins here. Bill is a, uh, actually, Bill's an extremely interesting guy. He lives in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and uh, he's got a little bit of snow up there right now. But he went to West Point, actually grew up there on the grounds of West Point, uh, graduated in mechanical engineering, but he went into the Army at that point, served his country very well, but was an Olympic athlete and world-class athlete. Actually, uh, just what, Bill, three years ago, four years ago, 
He won the Men's National Cycling Championship at age 56, and he was going up against guys who were in their 30s, professionals, uh, while he was running a uh, multi, multi-million dollar company. So that's pretty wild right there. But he's, uh, he's the yin to my yang. I don't know if that sounds right or not. But yeah. Yeah, we're, we're definitely the um, – we have very different personalities, but – our strengths really complement each other, and uh, like like Bill said, we started Rusty Lion Academy at the beginning of 2005, but with almost a year's worth of um, uh, really, you know, work on it before we even launched this thing because okay. we've both been doing that type of work. Well, what 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 the heck is Rusty Lion Academy? Tell them, Bill. So, um, Rusty Lion Academy is uh, the solution to the struggles that we hear almost daily. And so we have a proprietary process called the launch sequence. And when our, our alumni, when our graduates uh, finish their program and, and master it, that's what they're able to do. They're able to win big, make big impact, and live a life that matters. Gotcha. Okay, so let's talk about goal setting because we're at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year here. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's setting goals. Our real estate agents listening are setting goals are how many houses they're going to sell, how many listing appointments they're going to go on, yeah. how many houses they're going to invest in, how much money they're going to make, how much money they're going to save, how yeah. much they're going to weigh. What right. are some tips, if you could give us some, on the right way to set goals in 2016. Robert, let me let me preface that first, Pat. Rob, Robert's our goal guru, so he's going to jump in here in just a second. But, you know, Pat, your audience right now is kind of, they're not rolling their eyes, but they're like, oh my gosh, I have so much going on in my life right now. Why do I want to have to do more work and set goals? Like, is this like really hard to do? I mean, because I'm really busy. Mm-hmm. And here's what we say. We're not setting goals necessarily. We want your audience to imagine visualizing outcomes. Uh, We want them to dream, as you just said, Pat, what they want to get out of 2016. Almost 100% of us set New Year's resolutions. Only 8% of us achieve them. And that is a statistic, a research statistic. And it's a sad statistic. But one of the biggest reasons why we don't achieve our outcomes Because we never sit down to say, oh, I can't wait to write a goal this year. What we do is we dream about the outcome. The reason we don't get them is the reason we lose those outcomes is because we just set bad goals. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily that we want to open up a textbook and and learn how to be goal setters. What we do want to do is learn the magic pathway to easily, almost effortlessly achieve your outcomes in your life, in your business. So let's dive in. How about that? Now I'll try, Pat, I'll try to go through this really quickly, but a lot of what I'm going to give your listeners here comes from behavioral psychologist. And there's a lot of research behind this, but you know, people know about goals, but there's a lot of reasons why people don't set goals. And The major reason is goals involve change. And there's a thing that I learned from a a gentleman um, 
called the horse and the rider concept. Of what that basically means is your subconscious mind is 97% of your brain and your conscious mind is 3% of your brain. So your conscious mind, you know, when you're listening to this right now, your audience, they're thinking about what we're saying right now. So they're using their conscious mind, but their subconscious mind is right now aware of everything that's around them. So maybe they're in the car and they're actually noticing that there's other cars on the street or trees or whatever it might be that they're looking at, but they weren't aware of those until I brought that to their attention. Your subconscious mind, if you could equate that to a horse, and I want you to actually picture like a, a very strong, big race horse. So extremely powerful. By the way, those things are usually about 12 to 1400 pounds. So extremely strong. The conscious mind is the little rider. So I want you to picture like a little jockey that gets up on top of the horse. Now I'm asking you, Pat, which one should be in control? Well, Yes, the, the horse should be in control, but it's really the jockey. Yeah, the jockey, the rider needs to be in control, okay? Interesting thing, according to psychologists, anytime anything new comes into your life, good, bad, or indifferent, doesn't make any difference at all, your horse always equates new, no matter how good it is, is wrong. And so it fights against you. And it's hmm. your subconscious or your conscious mind, on the other hand, or the rider that we're talking about, they, it looks at the goal and it goes, oh, that's great. I want to do that. But because it's much, much weaker than the horse, we tend to kind of back off of that or the horse almost always wins. That's a lot why, like Bill said just a second ago, only 8% of people actually accomplish their New Year's resolutions or their goals or whatever it might be because their horse usually wins. As we're recording this, it's the beginning part of the year. And I can tell you, I, I go to the gym five days a week and I'm usually there about 5.45, 6 in the morning. There's a group of guys that are always there, guys and gals that are always there. They're there year after year after year. But it was amazing on, I think it was January 3rd this year, which was a Monday the place was packed, like three times more people. You couldn't get on any of the benches or machines or anything like that. And I looked across the gym at another guy who I know who's there all the time. And we looked at each other and he held up three fingers. And what do you think those three th fingers meant? There's three, th there's three treadmills available? No, no? <laughs> three weeks and they're gone. They're all going to be gone. Oh, okay. They okay. all have these goals, but they're not going to stick with those goals because yeah, their true, horse is going to say, no, I no, agree. No, no, I don't agree. get out of bed and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So real quickly here, when you're setting a goal, the way we'd like you to think of a goal is the longest term goal we want you to do is one year of short term goals three months. And we much prefer short-term goals. So we want, your, we want your audience to think about doing three months at a time. So here it is in February. So it'd be March, April, and May. Set a goal for that. Here's the reason why. Let's pretend that it's January 1st. And I say to you, Pat, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. What's my horse going to say when I say 50 pounds? Yeah, no Absolutely way. not. Yeah, you're, yeah, not gonna, sure. you're not going to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. Are you crazy? But if I set a goal January 1st and I say, okay, by March 31st, I'm going to lose 12 pounds. My horse is going to go, okay, you can do 12 pounds. Okay. So that's a little bit less than one pound per week. You can do that. But if you do 12 pounds per quarter times four quarters, you got 48 pounds. So there's your 50 pounds. So always break down your goals into quarterly goals. We've got a thing. Everybody's heard of smart goals. I guarantee you. 90% yep. of the people listening, are we have a thing called SMART-T goals, S-A-M-A-R-T-Y. So the S 
is specific. You want to be as specific as you can possibly be. The M, you always want to have some sort of a number or a percentage in your goal. Yep. The A means actionable, which means that it's actually under your control and you can do it. R is realistic, meaning you can actually do it. Like if I told you here at the end of the month, I'm going to lose 15 pounds by February 29th. Is that going to happen? No way. No. no. Right. But well, if I said I'm going to lose three pounds, maybe two or three pounds by right, February. Pound 20th, a week. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I could actually do that. Time specific. Now, this is super important. When you write a goal, do not say by the end of the quarter or by the beginning of the month or whatever. You want to put a date in there. You got to be as specific with it. So by July 31st, by you know, December 1st, whatever it might be, always have a goal in there or a date in there. And the, the why, S-M-A-R-T, why stands for why are you doing this? Mm. And you want to come up with all the benefits to you actually accomplishing it. We, we have a worksheet that we give to our clients that they always fill out and they really go after that why. Now, a couple more things. Always write your goal down. And this is a huge deal right here. This is I'm going to say 50% of the whole goal setting process. And I want you to picture three by five cards. So when you come up with your goal, you put it on a, piece, a three by five card. And I want you to put those at places where you're going to see them, like on the edge of your computer, uh, maybe where you shave or with ladies that we've worked with before, we haven't put them on the bottom of the makeup mirror, uh, in your car where the navigation system is, whatever. You want to have that goal in front of you at all times. Consciously, you might not be aware that that three by five card is there, but subconsciously, your subconscious mind is seeing it. And what you think about is going to come into your life. Okay, so whatever your goal is, you have to think about it, think about it, think about it, and keep it in front of you, and it's going to come into your life. After you've written it down, then you, I'm, I'm just giving you real quick steps here, and we can. Talk about them. No, it's just, good. I got it. Okay. Keep going. Yep. Uh, then you want to list the actions. So what I want you to picture is you have a legal pad in front of you and maybe have one or two other people with you too. Okay. How are we going to do this thing? What are we going to do? Start writing down anything and everything that comes to your mind. Just come up with a list of actions. Then next step, organize the actions into a logical sequence. So this week I'll do this. Next week I'll do that. Next week I'll do that. Whatever. But come up with that sequence. Don't worry, once you come up with the secrets, don't worry about what you're going to be doing six weeks from now. It doesn't matter. Only worry about this week. Knock out what you got to get done this week. Set reminders like I told you. Have the reminders like in several different places. Take action every day and then track your progress. Always track your progress. Bill said something a few minutes ago about why people don't accomplish their goals one was bad goals are not written correctly. Number two is no help. And number three is no accountability. And so you want to you track your progress and have some for, form of accountability because there's going to be times that you don't want to keep going and you need somebody saying, hey, Pat, how you doing? What's right. going on with this Right. Thing? So what's the difference between someone helping you and someone keeping you accountable? What do you think, Bill? I think... Um, so, someone helping you is providing you with expertise or experience that, that you don't have. Um, it could be, well, Pat, you, you could be, uh, help 
for your audience just through what your you've podcast. done. Yes. Okay, so, your, so listen podcast. to podcasts, read books, ask mm -hmm. questions. That would all be help. Accountability would be like a coach or something like Weight Watchers would be, you know, showing Watchers, up and stepping sure. on the scale. That Absolutely. would be accountability. Absolutely. It's not right. what they're it's not what they're meeting. It's that they're meeting every Saturday morning at nine o'clock and they got to get on that scale. And, and there's right. going to be people watching when they get on that scale. I'll tell you what, that that makes a huge amount of difference right there. Hey, Pat, I'll give you an example. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm part of the Jackson Hole Leadership Council out here and we have a once a month uh, networking uh, it's a small group, a uh, bunch of bunch of people, who are all uh, leadership authors, speakers, or coaches. And we met today uh, in January. Uh, one of our members uh, is in the process of writing a book. He's been writing it for over a year. And in January, we were like, "Dude, come on, man, let's get this thing going." And so he committed to have uh, the first four chapters uh, written and revised uh, for us. And he walked in today with a, with, a, with a folder, and he had copies, you know, printed out for us of the book. Now, he'd been working on it for over a year. He'd gotten a lot done, but he had over 120,000 words, and he needed to narrow it down to 25. And he was stuck. So here's a guy who's an author, he's a speaker, he's a professor uh, at a university, and he's a business coach, leadership coach. And he needed us to say, you need to bring us the first four chapters. Mm -hmm. That's what accountability is. He didn't need any help from us. He yeah. already had tons of help and from other And you can take people. it to extreme levels. I, I have a good friend who who's in the same boat. He's been writing it for two years. And he is actually committed that if he does not complete the book, where it's in a format that he can hand out to right. people and say, here's a pre-release copy, that he will shave his head. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's perfect. Uh, Pat, you undoubtedly had this too in your brokerages. You knew, I, I'm, I've never been a real estate professional, but I'm going to speculate that there's a statistic that says the number of calls you make translates into somehow your success. And so there's well, probably- 100%. It's like a, the, the number of calls you make translates into the number of leads you get. The yeah. number of leads you get translate into the number of people you meet. The mm -hmm. number of people you meet translate into the number of sales you get. And the number of sales you get translate into how much money you get or how much settlement you get. So it, it, it all starts with that first action. Pick up the phone. And, and that is what your goal should be on the short term, right? Mm -hmm. Is yeah, the, so is the you... action item, not the end result. So were you not, and was your staff not holding your salespeople, your real estate professionals who are out on the ground, accountable to perhaps at least in the beginning how many calls they made? Yeah, absolutely. And then of course there the proof go. is in the pudding. If 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 they're not selling anything, it's it's right. it's it's a hundred percent. You know, you reap what you sow a hundred percent of the time. If if they're not sowing any sales. It's That's because true. they're not, you know, if they're not reaping any sales, it's because they're not sowing. You could easily go back to that action item, that three-month goal, that daily goal. Right. Right. And, and that's the culprit. A couple of other, let me, let me give you a couple other just super quick little tips here. Whenever you write a goal, one sentence only, short and sweet, but the sentence has to resonate with you. It has to, like when you read it, uh, there are certain words, Pat, that when you hear the words yourself personally, 
they're words that when you hear them, they just give you energy. There's like, mm, zzz, you know, but there's other words that when you hear them, it's just like, just thud. It doesn't mean anything whatsoever. <laughs> and so you literally have to write the goal in a way that when you read it, it feels great to you. Let me, let me give you two examples here. By March 31st, this is one of our clients. By March 31st, I am increasing the positive energy and motivation of the plant by leading my team in eliminating 99 gnats and adding 99 cheetahs. Now, that makes no sense to you at all, okay? But this guy has a team of 430 people that he, he manages at his plant. A gnat to him is an irritant. It is sucking the energy out of him. A cheetah to him is something that gives energy. And so he's got his 11 leaders each eliminating every month three gnats and adding three cheetahs. Wow. If that, if I like that makes it. sense. I like That's it. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. It's very That's specific. Yeah. Extremely specific. Here's another one. Here's another one from another client. Through March, I am improving the communication within the company by holding my managers and supervisors accountable to one growth conversation every week with an employee. All right, now that's a great goal. What this guy's doing, this started back in January, every week his people, he's got six leaders underneath him, have to come to him and talk about one growth conversation they had with one of the employees at the company that they work at there. And that can be a positive, uplifting, like, hey, you're doing an awesome job, you know, or, hey, let me show you how to do that a little bit better, you know, or a counseling, I guess you could say. But by doing that with those six people, six times three, six times four is 24 times three, that's 75 great conversations they're going to have, which is improving communication. And that's one area that people just need a lot of work in because they're not speaking up when they should. So those are good examples of, um, you know, great goals there. Always write the goal in the as an affirmation statement like I have or I am. Those are great words to start with. Use the present tense. Uh, don't write it in the future tense. Psychologists say it screws you up. I'm going to. That doesn't work. I have. Okay. Yep. And then lastly, always create a celebration strategy. So when you accomplish the goal, there needs to be a carrot at the end of the goal. You know what I mean? Carrot on yeah, the stick. Yeah, carrot. And I think you should have a uh, stick like, like my buddy shaving his head. Absolutely. And, you know, something my wife and I do, we have a financial goal every year and our year ends on July 31st, which is our anniversary. But when we hit the financial goal, we go to the Ritz-Carlton and it's freaking awesome, man. And it costs so much money and it's great. <laughs> and it's a celebration, you know, but we, there's times where we just don't want to put money into the account and stuff like that. But you know what? Hey, we want to go to the Ritz, so we're going to do it. So mm -hmm. it, it's great to have those celebration strategies. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. You know, if you're do if you're doing it, you should definitely celebrate and, and, and create uh, something with that. The Robert said two things. Uh, one, Writing it in the present tense, there's actually a significant amount of brain research on uh, writing in the present tense. Not saying I will make, uh, I don't know, I'm making this up, 25 cold sales calls uh, per day. You, you say by March 31st, I am making or I, I have made. I have. In other words, yep. you're closing your eyes. And you're jumping into a time machine and you're out 90 days looking back mm -hmm. and you're visualizing exactly where you are right now. And then you're visualizing that celebration. Oh, my gosh, this is awesome. 
let's go to the Ritz-Carlton or whatever your celebration is. There's one more so piece. You're, so you're saying by March 31st, I have made. I have made. You know, made. Or I, 25 I ha- calls or, you know. Per week, per day uh, for exactly. the last 30 days. Yes. Yeah. 25. Yeah, that's perfect. Right. right. Yeah. Perfect. There's, there's two more steps. Uh, one is we always ask our, when we teach this, our audience to write down their restraining factors. We want them to visualize, and we actually have a training video on it, we want them to visualize what, what are the breaks to the progress uh, here, and then uh, write in the partners that are going to help them. Who, who contributes to the success of this goal achievement? For example, if you're a Weight Watchers uh, member and you have a goal of losing 20 pounds this year, uh, Weight Watchers is one of your partners. If you're being, you're like an accountability co- partner yeah, or, or yeah, someone that's yeah. someone that so, someone that you're actually going to tell. I think a lot of times what happens is people write goals and they don't tell anybody, so it never happens. But if yeah. if you're going to lose 10 pounds to go with that analogy, and yeah. you tell everybody on Facebook, I'm dieting, I'm losing 10 pounds by the mm-hmm. end of March, mm-hmm. you you feel like crap if you haven't done it. Absolutely. Yep. But if you don't but tell you anybody, yourself, you're never going to do it. Yeah. Those restraining factors, by the way, Pat, three things, or three categories maybe is a good way of thinking, and your people can write this down, but consistency, complacency, or competence. That's it. So consistency would be not doing it, you know, is not continuing with it. Going back to your idea of 25 calls per day, you know, which I think every real estate agent should be doing. That's great over 90 days, but what you need to do is track it Monday through Friday. So every day you put, you write it in to the calendar. How many did you make today? The next day, the next day. That's going to keep you going. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, guys, this, this has been a great show. I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, adjusting their goals or finally setting them if you didn't set them on January 1st with this information. And I'm sure that Robert and William have more information they'd love to share. I'm going to put their website and all of their contact information on hybendigital.com backslash Rusty Lion. Just that hybendigital.com backslash Rusty Lion. And is there any words of wisdom, uh, guys, you would like to leave our rock star audience with before we sign off? Rob, I'd like to share, Pat, that every day we, we work with our clients and we know categorically that every one of your audience can have it all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a unicorn. Mm. It's, it's not a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. They can be hard-charging real estate professionals building a career and building a business, and they can live an extraordinary life. And the secret sauce to that is what we just taught. And, Pat, what you teach your audience every week on your podcast is that you dream the outcomes and you set the goals to take you there, and you will have that life where some people say, oh, you can never have it all, and we're going to argue Till our face turns red that you absolutely can. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day today. And I wish you the best of luck with the Rusty Lion Academy. Thank you, Pat. You guys know that I'm I'm pretty experienced in this business. Been at this game. Had my I had my license in Maryland for 28 years full time now. 
I still have a big team that's run by somebody else, Mike Sloan, my partner, but I'm an, intricately involved with him on an email basis, if, if not more. Uh, regularly so i know what's going on plus i had over 400 guests on the show including the ones that haven't been released yet and i see where the pain points are in real estate today and i think there's a huge pain point in listings right i think that because the mls is public now people are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers and they're getting farther and farther away from listings and I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else, and that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment and the reason they're afraid because there's a lot of really heavy rejection i mean i can remember times in my career where i really 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 thought that i had a listing or i really really wanted a listing and uh, they chose someone else and there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else but I just remember it, it, it hurting, it, it just getting kicked right in the gut. It keep me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with the family. I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have said a different price. I should have said a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever, a different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short because I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents. And so anyways, that caused me, knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry, to create the Certified Listing Agent Program. And this thing has taken a long time. I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment, what they say, what they do, how they do it. And then we role-played it on screen, on camera. And then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in the bite-sized chunks. And uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments. And you could uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the eight, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it, the 28 downloads that's included in it. But it and, and it's in, in 10 minute increments. So it uh, so you, you, you watch five to 12 minutes of video and then you take a small quiz. And then you watch another five to 12 minutes and you take a small quiz. So it's bite size. So you can get through it, go on the appointment, take a little bit more, go on the appointment, take a little bit more, go eat lunch, take a little bit more or, or spread it out over a year. You know, we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had 10 graduates so far. I'm, I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it, it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes and it's in bite-sized chunks and you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert and it's just a lot better way in my opinion to learn 
So if you want to learn more about it, go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now. That's hybendigital backslash discount. You'll get my personal podcast discount by going there and take a look, you know, see what you think. It comes with my personal guarantee, 100% guaranteed money back guarantee. Look, if you take it and you think it, it it stinks, I'll give you your money back. You can go on Google and Google my name, and I'm personally guaranteed this. I'm very, very easy to find, right? Just send me an email. I promise you, I'll, I'll give you your money back. But that's how confident I'm better. I mean, it took us a long time to do this and a lot of money, and, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the test or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.